Hey, what's up, everybody? My name's Trinan. If you're listening to the Trinan and Ryan Sports Show on Spotify, YouTube, or whatever, I would love it if you please subscribe, like, share, follow, whatever you got to do. Um, it would mean a lot to me personally. It would mean a lot to Ryan. It would help the show grow, get more listeners, more subscribers, whatever. And if you could do that for me, I'd really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Enjoy the episode. <laughs> everybody welcome to the newest most exciting episode of tnr sports this episode we're going to bring you a ton of new stuff my name's trinan that's ryan tell them what's up ryan hey what's up everybody look we're coming at you today with a brand new episode i'm pretty excited about it we're gonna have a bunch of spring game talk we're gonna talk we're gonna break down a lot of stuff we're gonna be breaking down what's going to happen in the future there hasn't been a lot of spring games so far so we're going to detail them all real fast and then next week when they all happen we're going to talk about several episodes on it we'll be coming out with tons of content related to the spring games i might make a video on arkansas we might do a couple we'll have a, several podcasts just talking about whatever spring game we want to talk about let us know what you want to if we were going to read off a list if your team isn't on that list let us know we have pretty much everybody important but if your team isn't on that list, let us know, um, and we'll talk about them, you know, if they have a spring game. So um, I want to tell everybody to like, subscribe, um, follow on Instagram and Twitter. If you're listening to this somewhere way out that's not South Carolina, and you're listening to this, contact me or Ryan and you know, Instagram or Twitter. We put all our bios and all our stuff's in there. If you listen to this podcast, like in Ohio, New Jersey, Texas, you listen to this podcast in those states, let me know. I um, I want to know what you're about. I want to know who you are. You know, we're building a brand here. This is so small. I don't see why we can't um have people like communicate with us. I'm not no celebrity or anything like that. I want to hear from the fans. I want to hear from the people out there. If you actually like this show and we listen to it, I really do appreciate that. We're trying to grow something building you contact me you let me know got my email my twitter my instagram's all in the bio every spotify i mean of every podcast youtube video we post let me know contact me slide in my dms be like hey trinan i'm from yada 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 if you're someone that i don't know especially i'd be really interested to hear what brought you on and brought you on our little um our little pirate ship i like that (laughs) but a little boat that we're on right here so I just wanted to say thanks if you're listening. Keep liking, comment, subscribing. That old deal. So, Ryan, we got some spring games coming up. We do have some spring games coming up. Um, the the water's going to be breaking loose uh, this upcoming Saturday, uh, April 17th, is when the majority of the spring games will start beginning. We've had a few here and there. We've already had Clemson's. We had our last video is about Clemson's spring game. Um, I think a couple of other, like, uh oklahoma state smaller schools have had their own you know spring game but the bulk majority are coming up in on the 20 on the april 17th and the 24th so the next two weeks um for april 17th i know trend's very excited for this one the arkansas spring game um so i'm sure you're going to be super pumped for that one 
Uh, we also got Alabama's spring game on the 17th, LSU's Georgia, Ohio State, the USC Trojans. Uh, all those games will be on the uh, on April 17th, this upcoming Saturday. Uh, and then the 24th, uh, next Saturday, uh, we got, you know, Oklahoma, which I'm very excited about. I'm, I'm very interested to see what Oklahoma has in store for their spring game. Uh, the University of South Carolina spring game will be happening on the 24th. It'll be interesting to see how uh, new head coach Shane Beamer does in his first uh, outing. Uh, I mean, it's the glorified practice, but it'll still be interesting to see what, what they There'll do. be more fans. Um, maybe there'll be more pressure. I don't know. Yeah. Do you know how many fans are um, South Carolina's letting in? Or I guess about 50%, if not higher. 50%, really? I mean, wow. first of all, it's a spring game. I don't know. Clemson had a pretty packed stadium. You know, they, they let up, what, like 25%, 35%. I think people are just craving it. If they let the people come, I bet they okay. would come. But my guess would be about 50 to 35, 45, somewhere in that okay. round. Okay. Um, but, yeah, South Carolina playing their spring game on 24th. North Carolina will be as well, along with Texas. And then, um, weirdly, Oregon's spring game is May 1st. So, uh, throwing that out there. Uh, anyone who likes Oregon, they're, they're playing their spring game a little late. Uh, it's probably spring. I don't know if you call it spring anymore, May 1st. Um, Trey, what games are you looking forward to out of this, this bunch? Obviously, Arkansas, but, but any others? When I look at it, I'm looking forward to uh, – I'm definitely looking forward – I'm interested in seeing South Carolinas. I'm interested no. in seeing South Carolina. I'm interested in seeing North Carolina, mainly because I think they could be a big threat to Clemson. Not a big threat, but definitely something that could annoy Clemson, maybe come down the line. They'll probably be the champ the ACC championship game. Yeah, either them or Miami, but Miami's so like, ooh, who knows? Yeah. Um, I'm interested in Georgia. I think Georgia will be an interesting to look one to look for because yeah. I'm interested in seeing what's that guy? JT Daniels, is his right? Yep. He's a he's I'm interested to see now that he's gonna have like a full healthy spring that maybe we'll see what he does texas i'm excited i'm not i want to say excited i guess i'm anticipating what texas is going to do because you know arkansas does play texas as we'll talk about in a minute or two yeah so i'm excited to see what steve sarskesian will do and the trojans one does interest me because i always had this kind of like weird love for usc i think they're i think they're a pretty decent little football team but i don't know that's just kind of a weird thing. I've always kind of looked on them pretty um, with a, I don't know, with an open mindset, but I always, um, I'm going I'm to watch. I'll probably watch all. Obviously, we'll have to watch all of these, but I'm looking forward to those specifically. I'm definitely, I mean, I, I kind of agree with you on the USC. I mean, last year they, I kind of were back. I mean, they were winning games, but they weren't winning convincingly like they used to. Um, I mean, I, I kind of agree with you there with USC. Um, I mean, they're, a blue blood and when you know we were younger they were at the top of their game and so it was more fun to watch them and it is now but um i'm really curious as you kind of said uh, of texas honestly i'm kind of curious to see what they're going to do that they got a bit of a quarterback duel um going on right now and then they got Bijan robinson who's uh, supposed to be a heisman candidate running back for them but i'm curious to see what texas does um you know georgia Expected to be a you know a title contender. Um, it really kind of I guess depends what happens in, in their first game against Clemson. But 
uh, it'll be interesting to see what they can put forth. I'm, I'm, I think the outside of the Oklahoma game, obviously, I think the biggest game that I'm curious to see is the LSU. Um, I am interested in seeing the quarterback battle that happens there. Yeah, they got a quarterback battle, and there's actually a little bit of hope coming out of LSU. They were kind of bad <laughs> last year. They, they got they, – I mean, they beat Florida. That was a high point, you know, whatever. Um, but, I mean, I'm kind of curious to see if this positivity in LSU's um, camp is real or if it's, you know, maybe not so much. But right. I'm curious to see what's going on with LSU. I think that's a good point. I think LSU, uh, just, I don't know. I feel like they're, they had really had some good things going when they had that one team that was so fully stacked. And yeah, I, I don't know. I've been, you know, I've been an Arkansas fan. I've been watching LSU close for these like years now. Yeah. You know, I don't they, know. They always do, they, they have that, they have the one season every single time. They have the one season where they're a title contender and then they go back to good until they get to their one season again. Right. They had the same thing happen in, like, 2011 when they played yeah. Alabama. Yeah. And, and, and it took them all, all the way, what, to 2019, right? Yeah. 2019, they played, they played the championship 2020. But in 2019, they had their season. Yeah. It was so good. I forgot one more that I would have – what I'm definitely interested in. Um, Old Miss. I would like to – Mention Old Miss April twenty fourth. They have their spring game at four p.m. Interesting. So I, I think, also want to throw I think Old Miss probably because I know we have a Husker fan who watches. Um, Nebraska's spring game is May first, so it's also it's bunched in there with Oregon May first. Nebraska. Yeah, we got a Nebraska fan who watches. Let me tell you something. They stink. Nebraska sucks. We we all know. We all know. I mean. Hey, it could be on the up and up. Who knows? No, I don't think so. I think uh, anything for good for Nebraska, just go back to like the 1980s and put in the old VHS and rewatch the old tapes. Y'all winning championships back in the 80s and the 70s. That's not. I'm a big Nebraska guy. A lot of old ties back then, though. I would say I would be really cool to see Nebraska winning again in the Big Ten and just kind of like all the blue bloods, like Ohio State, Michigan. Oh, Nebraska is a Big Twelve Southern team. Ain't they no are in blue the- blood, <laughs> whatever. Boo, blue boo. Not a Nebraska guy here. Not a big Scott Frost. What a scumbag. I'm just kidding. I like Scott Frost. I think he's did pretty good at USC. I mean UCF. There's yeah. a hot take coming from me. <laughs> uh, my um, opinions of. Uh, what has Nebraska done to you, Trenton? Exist. I just feel like they're one of those teams, kind of like Miami, Notre Dame, like everybody hypes them up. Oh, yeah, we're going to be well, they're so definitely good. definitely not going to hatch up anymore, that's for sure. We're going to be so good this year, and then they always suck. <laughs> I don't know, it just bothers me a little bit. They haven't been good. Like, like, like Penn State. Penn State's ball. another one of those. Miami, Penn State, Nebraska – what they win a couple championships, seventies and eighties, and everybody thinks they walk on. Uh, it's Notre Dame. That's another great one. They all fit in that little niche category where they. I would say, like, I, I, say I think that teams like Notre Dame, Penn State, and Nebraska shouldn't be in the same category as Miami. Like State, Miami's spam. garbage, hot garbage now. Like you can still. Like, I don't know. Miami's not as bad as you make it. 
to me. They're better than Nebraska. They were better right than Penn now. State last year. They were right better now. than uh, – no, they weren't better than Notre Dame, but they were pretty – they are better than Nebraska and Penn State last year. I'm yes. just saying. Yes. I'm just saying, but, you're, 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 you're giving a lot of slack to Miami. Kind of like I gave to Nebraska. I'd say it's I, probably about the same there. The only reason I give a lot of slack to Miami is because every time they had a tough game last year, they got slaughtered. They lost. They got creamed by Oklahoma State. They got creamed by North Carolina. They got creamed by Clemson. That was all they, that's all they played. They got creamed in every game. If they had an easy game, it was tight. They won, but it was tight. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I, I'm just saying. I, I mean, think, I think we're all in agreement that these teams are not great. I think it'll be different. I think it'll be different. We'll see what happens with Miami. And you, baby, it's all about I think Miami would be better this year than they were last year. If Eric oh, King, King comes back. back, yeah, if he can, ugh. yeah, if he's still injured, but anyway, he's with Alabama. So. <laughs> anyway, so I want to move on. Yes, that gives our that ends the spring game and like we got into a hole there. <laughs> weird, weird little, little debate we just had on Nebraska, but um, I want to get in, move on since, like I said, it's a little slower this week. Not a lot of college ball to talk. I've kind of come up with some storylines. For about maybe a preview of Arkansas spring game. I'm probably the only, I was just thinking about this. I'm the only person who cares about this stuff. I'm the whole Arkansas guy here. So, I mean, my grandpa probably loves it, but me and my grandpa really relishing this Arkansas news. Oh, well, I, I have gotten the persona when it comes to Arkansas. Now you can be wrong and tell me this is wrong or right. I'm the only Arkansas fan you probably know, I imagine, right? Yeah. <laughs> So when you see, when any of my friends see the Hogs on TV, whatever, you know, or they play the Arkansas, one of their teams play Arkansas or something like that, they think of me because I'm the guy. I'm the face of majority of the people who watch this podcast, listen to this podcast. I am the face of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Sure. I don't get any credit for it. I wear the gear. I drink from the cup. You know what I mean? I am so when you see Arkansas, you thank me. Instead of just some random team, like if you saw like Colorado on the screen, you'd be like, whatever. But now you see the hogs, you think Trinity, baby. I'm invested in that scene. I'll give you that. I I I I would never normal I mean I, I, I think do. Oklahoma, I think of you. I don't think of anybody else. Um uh, I, I used to think of um I actually used to root a little bit for Arkansas back in the day when Ryan Mallett was around, and I was still just kind of. Oh yeah, this is a Ryan Mallett jersey. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Was a good team back then, so I was like, oh, and I, I liked Ryan Mallett. I thought he was a good quarterback, but um, yeah. After that, I was just kind of like, oh, whatever. Now that you know me, you're back yeah. on the train. Right now, now. I'm on Arkansas. Arkansas train. <laughs> but um, for a while. So we're gonna dive. So anyway, we're gonna dive deep into the Arkansas. Um, not deep, but we're gonna talk a little bit about it. Just have a quick discussion about it yeah. and everything going on. So, um, ESPN, um, FBI rated Arkansas the hardest schedule in the country for like the second year in a row, maybe third. I don't really know. So I wanted to look over the schedule right quick and get your opinion on if you actually think it's really that difficult. And it might be. I think it's pretty difficult when I look at it. So give me your opinion. What do you think? You think Rice at home, Texas at home. We'll go like, I'll do like a three-game thing. We can discuss three games. Look at three more, you know. Rice, Texas, Georgia Southern. What do you think the record is? Two and one? That's why my guess would be. Um, 
I don't know. A lot of people saying we might beat Texas, so it's hard to I, say. I think, uh, I think Arkansas, it depended on quarterback. I don't really know a whole lot about what's it's going on in Arkansas' good. quarterback battle or even who they are, really. Um, There's no battle. We'll talk about that in a minute. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I think 2-1 and one is very realistic. I think 3-0 is very realistic. Texas, every, I mean, Texas has always hired great coaches. Mac Brown, Charlie Strong, Tom Herman. They've all been wonderful coaches who have won national championships. And it's just the same with Sarkeesian. I mean, I think he's a great coach, but is he any different than what we saw from Tom Herman? I don't think so. So I think you have a good I, – I think it's kind of – I think Sarkeesian – but it's hard to say because Tom Herman had a pretty little decent team. They weren't terrible. Yeah, they weren't it's terrible. Like they completely collapsed. You know, it's probably the opposite. Well, like one of the things about Arkansas is like last year they rose above the expectations and they had a very, I mean, I would say good season. It was a decent season on normal standards. Know, um, what we had the past like five years. Exactly. The defense played amazing. The offense had some moments, but they, you know, um, and so I think I think it'd be really cool to see how Arkansas progresses into the second year under Sam Pittman, and you know hopefully the defense can, you know, stay on that high level they had last year. They were an interception machine. That was awesome to see, and it'd be crucial for the offense to take that next step for Arkansas. I think if they can do that, I think they can beat Texas. Um, yeah, if you look at like we had like multiple multiple as we're going to talk about. I'm really I uh, do more offensive discussion here, yeah. but more like so I talk about running backs, quarterbacks. We'll talk about offensive line. That's the three we're going to talk about today. Yeah. But if you kind of look at it, our defense returns all of its starters, other than like two. Big. And Big. one of our two, one of our um, linebackers, his name's Grant Morgan, was one of our best players last year. He's coming back. Our bumper pool, Jalen Catalan, all like amazing players. I think. Jalen Catalan led the country in tackles or something like that. Some insane number. Like he was like number one or two in tackles for like rookies or something. Oh, freshman rookies. But um, but I think I could see two and one. I'll give us the benefit of but I'll I'll be a little bit more harsh and say two and one. Maybe we lose to Texas. It is at home though, so who knows? But then we got Texas AM at Jerry World. I'm a little nervous about this stretch, right? George and Old Miss. What do you think? Uh, oh, three or one and two. I uh, I say one and two. I think one and two. I think I, I think you lose the Texas A&M. I think you lose Georgia. I think you have a shot against Ole Miss. I think I disagree. I think we lose to Georgia, Ole Miss, and somehow squeak one out versus A&M. Really? They lost a quarterback. You know, maybe you know, maybe they'll be kind of not that great. I don't know. The Texas A&M is loaded at quarterback. Look at man, I can like dream, right? And yeah, A&M, yeah, I agree. You know, it'd be tough, but it isn't Jerry World, Jerry World. So we'll see what happens. But maybe, yeah, I think they go one and two. So what does that make us? So I have them at one and two. That means three, four and three right now. Four and three. Okay, let's keep moving. We got Auburn, Arkansas, Pine Bluff, and Mississippi State. Three and zero. Oh. You think so? I think we beat. I think Auburn. We've always struggled with Auburn, and now that that one guy's gone, Gus Malzahn. See, see, the thing about Auburn, a lot of people don't understand, is they Gus Malzahn hates Arkansas, 
hates us. So when Auburn played us, they always hated us. Now, pff, who cares? They don't hate us anymore. So I think that can make Arkansas, especially with the throws three games being home. Maybe. I say two and one. Um, that would put us. I don't necessarily think that you would lose to Auburn. I think there's also an opportunity to lose to Mississippi State. Um, I, I think one of those two games. I doubt it. Arkansas will <laughs> One of those two games. I think we definitely be, you know, fun fact, this is like the first time Arkansas football team has ever played anybody from Arkansas. Like, oh, yeah. like 80 years. So it's been a very long time. Important point. This little fact for you. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, this next little stretch. What do you think? Think we got a shot against LSU or Alabama? Oh, boy. <laughs> That's a tough stretch. They're both LSU, Alabama on the road, and then Mizzou at home. I think we'll get, I think we'll beat – so we've lost Missouri like four times, four years in a row. I think they're going to be so upset after last year's weird game that they're going to be like – they're going to pull – I think we go one and two again. I, I – th- I, I'm inclined to agree. I think it's, I think it really just depends on, I, you lose Alabama, there's no doubt. I mean, I hate to say it, but you're going to lose Alabama. Oh, I mean, yeah. Um, LSU, it, I just don't know how good LSU's going to be. Like, if it's like last year, I think you have more of a shot. We almost beat them last year. Exactly. Missed a field goal at the end of the game, but, or something. Like I just that. don't know how good LSU's going to be. I, I it's, a, it's a toss-up. But, but I'll say one. It's kind of on how Miles Brennan or another guy, whoever, you know, whatever. We'll see. That's going to be late in the season. So could be anything by then. Missouri, I think we beat Missouri. I think there's enough hate built up there that some people are just going to be mad. And they're just going to, there's going to be a lot of players leaving this year, too. So it's going to be like one of those statement years we've got to beat these teams. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm thinking like seven and five, maybe. I think that's, that's a very reasonable. Um, I'd, I'd say seven, five, maybe six and six. Six and six, I love that. Yeah. We're supposed to go to bowl game this year, only with three wins by Iowa got COVID. Shout out to COVID, I guess, but disappointing, but whatever. That was supposed to be Arkansas's first bowl game since like 2016 or something like that, or 2015. Crazy. Anyway, so that kind of ends the discussion of the hardest schedule in the world. It's I don't think it's that hard. I mean, Georgia – the only reason it's in there because of Georgia and Texas, like you get rid of, I guess if you get rid of Texas, place them with some crappy team and then you get played Vanderbilt or Kentucky or South Carolina, maybe it wouldn't be so bad. The fact that we play Georgia and Texas kind of like kind of screws us a little bit. I think. Yeah. You got Georgia, Texas, and Alabama, which is the big, and what, maybe even Texas A&M, depending on how good they are. A lot of, I- a lot of ifs about this SEC season, isn't there? It's not as clear cut as what I thought it was going to be. I don't well, really know how good it is going to be. All the starting quarterbacks from last year are gone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There was a ton of. There was a George is like the only one returning a quarterback. Yeah, and he even you know, start. You, I guess. I don't know anything about Missouri. Couldn't tell you a thing about Missouri. Don't care about him either. Never going to cover him. If Missouri. we get reporters from Missouri, you can suck it. I'm not ever going to report on Missouri. They can suck my. Never mind. So this is no. Anyway, uh, I didn't see the discussion on Arkansas's football schedule. I hate Missouri. I hate Missouri and Nebraska. They can both die in a ditch somewhere. I hate them. Um. Anyway, so uh, 
Uh, so Arkansas has been looking pretty good this spring. So I wanted to talk about the running backs real quick. We'll just do a quick, quick conversation on the running backs. Uh, Traylon Smith coming back. Um, I think he, I think I wrote on these notes where he had 869 all-purpose yards being second running back on the team behind Rakeem Boyd. After Rakeem Boyd opted out to go to the NFL, he kind of took over, had a bunch of great games. His name's Traylon Smith. He's number 22 running back. And last year, fun fact, we only had three running backs. This year we have nine. So our depth chart has increased huge. Um, I'm right down at the bottom. So Traylon Smith will be the number one running back. TJ Hammond's number two, been there for a hundred years. There's a lot of guys on Arkansas's team that are like sixth years, six because of the COVID rules, they got to come back. So it feels like a half of them been there for a thousand years. Um, TJ Hammond has been there since Brett Bielema was there. And that was over four years, like almost three and a half years ago at this point. They were four this coming fall. So it's been a hot, hot I think it was a sophomore when he was there too. So <laughs> that tells you anything. So he's been there for a hot minute, but he's pretty good. He's okay. And then incoming freshman, AJ Green and Javion Hunt battling out for the third running back position. Um, Javion Hunt is 200. And 40 pounds. It's a beast of yeah. Big running back. Yeah, huge. I would hate to get hit by him. Especially if he was fast. Like if he's kind of a bigger 240, eh. But if he's like an athletic 240, that would be the scariest thing in the world. I'd be so afraid of an athletic like a Derrick Henry. Yeah, like a 240 pound strong muscular man coming for you. God, that'd be one of the most terrifying things to hit. I've, I've tackled a couple. Like when I played high school football, I mean, we most of the running backs we played against weren't too big, but there was one guy. He was kind of like that size. He was a little bigger. He was probably about not bigger. He was about two twenty. He had muscles, and like that guy was one tough sucker to punch, man. I mean, to tackle, it's, it's tough. But AJ Green, more of a speedster. So I'd say Traylon Smith really going to carry the load. But one thing about this Arkansas team that I really want to like point out is the amount of depth that we're adding to the team I think it's really important note I think it's really awesome for our team you know I think it's what the biggest thing about us competing in the SEC is that we lack strong depth and like we need that so when the fourth quarter rolls around our starters aren't in there just being gassed so you could take people out you could substitute make substitutions that's how Alabama and them are able to be so good because they have such great running, I mean, great depth all around, especially on the defensive side of the ball where it's really required. Uh, and especially, it's not required on the offensive side of the ball, not as much on the defensive law. You got to have a lot of defensive linemen, defensive ends, linebackers, cornerbacks, those guys running around constantly. So having that depth there would really be helpful. And that's what Arkansas has been lacking. So it's good to see some positive movement towards some good depth on the um, Arkansas Razorback roster. Yeah. Any comment on any of that? No. <laughs> All this is news to me as well, so I'm glad you're sharing it with me. I get to learn more about Arkansas as so I get to watch yeah, it. Usually it's Ryan informing all of us. I will say I'm the one who did the homework this time, so I'm the one that gets to spout off all the notes. Exactly. And stuff like that. All right, moving, <laughs> moving on to KJ Jefferson. Quarterback battle, non-existent. It's his team. Yeah. I watched several interviews with the offensive line and coaches. K.J. Jefferson has taken the quarterback game, quarterback 
battle, as one would say, has really taken over and really like asserted himself as a leader on the team. I watched an interview he gave with um after our practice, and I was impressed with his um, attitude. Um, the way he um, answered questions would seem very mature. He made a statement at one point that um, he said that he's proud of the fact that when adversity came and like he had a transfer in front of him and the, um, uh, Chad Morris went stardom all those years ago and all those things happened to him, that he was proud to have stayed the course, waited his time, understood what was going on, paid attention to what he was dealing with and how he was dealing with everything. And now, and I think in our age nowadays, especially in college basketball and college football, there's a lot of transferring, right? I want to start now. I want to do this now where, well, he didn't do that. KJ Jefferson stayed the course, you know, and now for the next two years, it's his team. He's, I mean, I believe he's a, well, he might be a sophomore. So yeah, three more years, he gets to be the helm of the Arkansas Ragebacks. Especially with someone as talented, he had four-star talent out of Mississippi. I think it's important for him. He's going to get three at least, well, probably three years, probably three, you know, unless he just breaks out and have like a some stellar like year this year and next year. Yeah. I doubt it though. But he's going to have time to mature, grow to be a great talent, and probably if he stays as good as he was in the Missouri game, I, I would recommend all of you go watch the Arkansas versus Missouri if you were interested in how good he is to, because he can be really, really great. Like, you know, he can run the ball a little bit, you know, he's pretty fast, tough runner, kind of like Cam Newton, but man, yeah. he's slow. Like a lot of times, like a lot of running quarterbacks can't really throw that well, but this is the opposite for him. He's more of a thrower who can do some tough running if needed. So that's pretty exciting. Would you say he kind of reminds you of maybe a taller, slightly bigger Taj Boyd? I could see that. I think have a good arm, can run, big guy. Taj yeah. Boyd I always saw Taj Boyd. I guess you could say that. It's been a couple of years. I have to go back and watch Taj Boyd again. It's been a long time. But I think Taj Boyd would be an accurate comparison. I think Taj Boyd was, yeah, I think he's bigger. He's bigger. Like you said, he's yeah. definitely bigger than Taj Boyd. Taj Boyd was a little not – he was – see, Taj Boyd was bigger than Deshaun Watson, right? Yeah. yeah. But KJ – like 220, I think, maybe 230, and yeah, then KJ is like 240. Yeah, so KJ is kind of bigger. I'm, the comparison that everybody throws around for him, he's like Dak Prescott and um, Cam Newton are the two comparisons. Especially Cam Newton body-wise, I don't know about throwing ability. I think – I personally think – KJ can throw a little better than Cam Newton did in college. Now, Cam Newton had some pretty decent little throws when he was at Auburn, you know, that one year. But he was phenomenal that year. Yeah. So, I mean, so, you know, but I think KJ Jefferson could be, I think he could be better than Cam Newton, honestly, especially with the amount of time and patience. I mean, he will he have as great of a season? Probably not. But, you know, if you take the time, you've got the good people around him to develop him, it's possible. Yeah. I don't say he's going to have that good of a season, you know, don't look at me like I'm a crazy person, but that's kind of my um, assessment of, um, you know, I'm a little biased, rose colored glasses and all that. So that's I mean, really good. I, I'd love to see it. I mean, he's, I'm cool. He's actually good. KJ Jefferson's going to be like triple times with Tim Tebow. If you combine Tim Tebow, Tim, whew, Tim Tebow, Joe Burrow and Cam Newton, 
if you combine them all into one person, that is KJ Jefferson. <laughs> well, uh, my I can't wait to see him win three Heisman's and um, three right. championships. Yeah, he's going to win three Heisman's in a row. Everybody's going to be like, oh my God, this guy's an idiot. Why did he stay for his senior year? He should have went to the NFL immediately. Yeah. Um, if he wins the Heisman this year, he's probably gone. Lord, I don't even bring those kind of nasty thoughts in my head. Even though that would be, I don't know how I feel about that. Would be shocking. Anyway, um, pretty excited. I'm pretty excited about that. Um, um, Arkansas offensive line brings back five starters. How can that not be great? That's awesome. Um, Ty Clary, Myron Cunningham going to be the leader on that group. Um, I'm pretty excited about them. Um, I think we talked about it in the very beginning of the first episodes of the show, but this guy named Tykeese Crawford originally committed to Arkansas, but went to Charlotte 49ers crazy move by him, but, um, he transferred to Arkansas. So he's going to be a staple as well on that offensive line. So I'm pretty excited about that. That gives us some good depth, um, some good mobility i think like another like i was just preaching death has been a problem with arkansas it's why we had a hard time competing in the sec so bringing back those guys it's going to be good for the hogs it's going to be good for our offensive line good for kj good for everybody um arkansas baseball run through this real fast we're coming here at the end of the episode not not a terribly long episode but i do wanted to cover just a little college baseball since it's been kind of blowing up on twitter recently so i wanted to discuss it Arkansas baseball rubber match against um, uh, Ole Miss. I didn't get to watch any of the games this week. So when I was watching the highlights, I was kind of, you know, I was very interested in seeing what's going on. Arkansas was ranked number two. Ole Miss was number three. And Arkansas won the series 2-1. So Arkansas is ranked number one now. Yeah, Uh, back at it. So Arkansas led 11 to nothing in the top of the third. 11 to nothing. 11 to nothing. Pretty good. And the old miss came back and tied at 14 to 14, I believe, in the bottom of the sixth. Uh definitely a tale of two two uh two halves, if you could say that in baseball. Arkansas takes the lead 17 to 14 in the top of the eighth, and then won the game. Um summer people are calling it the best baseball game of the season so far. I mean, if you have a football score like that, I would say a pretty good baseball game. If you're seeing just a bunch of dangers, seeing tons of people just slam home runs, that's pretty good to see. I, mean, um, it's fun. I looked up right before we started recording today's podcast. I looked on Twitter and Arkansas is leading right now. They were beating the team. They're playing 26 to one multiple players with two home runs apiece. multiple 26 to one. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> they're a pretty good baseball team i'd say so we'll definitely be talking about them because they're good that oklahoma's better uh we'll talk about oklahoma baseball i have a <laughs> stat about them at the end yeah we, we um, shouldn't say that actually so arkansas is ranked number one pretty excited about that what a, i would recommend if you like college baseball to go watch those highlights freaking fantastic game fantastic um clemson baseball Going to transition a little bit out of Arkansas into Clemson. Clemson baseball lost to the College of Trolls, the Cougars, again, two years in a row. Um, College of Charleston beat them 13 to 6. 
That's just... Both of you know I'm a Clemson guy, but I do go to College of Charleston, and you know, we beat him. How about that, huh? There we go. I mean, Clemson has just had such a weird season. Yeah, like, they get some good wins, and then they'll just then they'll just like play a game like that. Um, Tigers dropped to fifteen to fifteen and fourteen. Cougars are thirteen and fourteen. I didn't say we were good people. I just said we beat Clemson. Yep. So it's the only time I ever pull for Clemson to lose because we don't, I don't ever have anybody ever play them. So um, I think it was interesting to see that College of Charleston went up there and whooped them two years in a row, Ryan. We beat them like 11 to nothing last year, right before the season got canceled due to COVID. And then um, this year we beat them again. They just can't stop us, dude. We're so good. Thanks. College of Charleston, best baseball team in the state other than South Carolina. Over the same players. I have no idea what their record is. Couldn't tell. I mean, one last championship. I mean, that was like what four years ago. I still better than any like besides Carolina. Obviously, Carolina's not got there. Um, yeah, Shanta Clears are fifteen and one. Or sorry, fifteen. Sorry, fifteen and eleven. Good lord. I was like, they only first of all, they only played like half the games Arkansas played, <laughs> and then they um, um, they haven't really played anyone. They beat they did they did beat College Charleston, eight to seven. Um, yeah, they haven't played anybody. They, they played high scoring games here. What was that? So they got some high scoring games here. <laughs> yeah, they beat West Virginia. They beat their well. They won their series against West Virginia. I should say two one. Nice. They uh, they really haven't played anyone. Jeez. Um, they beat Wake Forest. There you go. Um, and they lost the series to Duke, but they did win one game. Nice. So they they also won a game against UConn. Uh, and yeah, they'd be called Charleston. <laughs> I mean, not a lot. Um, I still think so. I guess South Carolina is the best baseball team. Um, what is there? Well, I guess we're, we're getting to that. So yeah, Never yeah. So South Carolina beat Charleston Southern nine to nothing. Would you say that Charleston Southern is the worst baseball team in South Carolina? Don't know the record, but I bet on it. <laughs> I'm not a betting man. It might be Presbyterian, though. Who knows? Maybe Newberry? I mean, um, there's way too many teams to keep track of. But Newberry? Yeah. What about the um, um, the Camel one? There's a Camel oh, University Campbell. somewhere. Camp- Campbell Campbells or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Campbell Campbells. They might stink. The CSU's 10 and 14. Look up so, Presbyterian real fast, and I'll keep uh, rattling off. But um, so South Carolina improved to 22 and nine, eight and four of the SEC. I have the rankings right here of college baseball. Um, Arkansas is number one. Number two is Vanderbilt. Ole Miss fell to number six this past weekend after losing to Arkansas. Not great. Um, trying to look. Old Dominion's 22. Charlotte's number 21. Trying to look for Oklahoma State's um, 13th. How about that? Little rivalry. TCU's 12th. South Carolina's 11th. 
Um, Texas Tech is eighth. Not a great showing from uh, Texas's third. Wow. Oklahoma really needs to step up their game. Big 12 seems to care about baseball except for Oklahoma. Yeah, they're doing okay. I mean, Oklahoma's... 18 and 15, Ryan. It's not bad. It's not bad. Not yeah, but... um. So, um, anyway, so that kind of ends the baseball discussion. Um, that just kind of wraps that up. I probably won't talk about – I don't think people care about college baseball, but I do think it's important to talk about, especially since Arkansas is number, number one. one. So, as long as they're number one or at least ranked in the top five, I will be mentioning it. So, you will have to suffer through why I talk. I won't put it in the description, though, so I might – so you won't know going in. Yeah. So it'll just be like an extra section you have to listen to, but – um. Um, so now we're getting to a new section I like to like. I labeled random stuff. Oh, Are you ready for the random I, stuff? I, I'm interested. Let's so this is all could be anything, but it's dealing with a majority of college sports, some local, some not. I just saw some stuff today. This is kind of what happened today and breaking news kind of today. So it kind of has big impact. So Browns are giving tight end Jadavion Clowney tight end. Titans defensive end, Jadavion Clowney, a one-year deal worth $10 million. Is this your first nugget? Um, you said about losing Jadavion Clowney? It stinks. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a Titans fan. Um, it, it's unfortunate that we lost Clowney. I, I'm kind of curious why he's only doing one-year deals. Yeah, one-year deal with the Titans, oh. doing one with the Browns. Like, he's a good player. The Titans not want him back? Uh, I don't think he wanted to come back. Uh, I, I think I think Tennessee was just kind of like a uh, like a stopping point or something like that. Stop. I mean, they were going to pay him a lot of money, and I mean they were never going to win a title in Tennessee or anything like that. It, it was just a stop. You don't know that they might win one. I don't seem very confident. All right, next piece of news: Eric Musselman signs a five-year, twenty million dollar deal to stay with Arkansas. Um, this was hammered out during the SEC tournament, but it is rumored. We knew he was going to get a. We knew he was going to get a nice deal, but it was rumored that um, he gets a ton of incentives too. You can go look it up. I posted it today on our Instagram, but um, so go look it up on our Instagram. It'll be gone by then. But if you want to go look it up, it'll be under the highlight section. So I'll have the tweet there, so you can go look it up. But um, no, I posted a post about it. Never mind. But um, it'll be there on Instagram. So if you want to see the um, actual stuff, but he gets a lot of incentives makes like he can make 5 million, but he can make like seven or something a year. If he can makes it like to the like final four or something like every year, something like crazy. So he gets incentives like hundreds of thousands of dollars if he makes it to each branch of the NCAA tournament. So it kind of gives him some incentive to get the team together, but he's good. So I'm excited about that. Um, Arizona hired Colin Zaga coach in waiting Tommy Lloyd. So people were saying that it was Mark Fuse, you know, guy in this, in this, like in waiting for Mark Few to retire or whatever. I don't know how old Mark Few is, but um, a lot of people were saying that um, Tommy Lloyd is a huge reason for Gonzaga's um, recruiting. And one of the reasons they're getting in so many big recruits right now. So Arizona could definitely use that. I think Arizona, I wouldn't call them a blue blood, but they've been re kind of respected more recently. So I would say that there is a, there's definitely a foundation for bas good basketball to be played there. 
So I'm excited to see what could happen with that. Um, Oklahoma baseball looking good with a solid 18 and 15 record. So I thought I'd throw that in there since, you know, we kind of do cover the three sports. I've covered South Carolina, Arkansas, Clemson, now Oklahoma. We cover all our bases. Um, Justin Fields Pro Day was today. Oh, yeah. How'd that go? Um, it looked good. Um, his short throws were very tight. I mean, they threw in some pretty solid spaces. But overall, some of his longer throws seem to be a little more inaccurate. But it's hard to say. I would say – I say overall he looked really good. I would yeah. – you know, it's hard to look bad at a spring game. The only, like I said, my only complaint would be that some of his long balls were a little inaccurate. If some of the receivers, instead of going the direct route, had to make adjustments to slide over. So, But other than that, I thought his short spirals were really good. I thought they were really tight, and they were really pretty solid stuff. It's good. good. And right before the podcast broke, I noticed this. Ten, ten minutes before we started recording, Cincinnati hired UNC Greensboro coach Wes Miller. UNC Greenbow made the tournament. Um, 185-135 record in 10 seasons at UNC Greensboro. Kind of a risky hire, but I could see some serious benefit coming out of it. I think it'll be good for um, Cincinnati, kind of known as a kind of a basketball okay team. Yeah. Hey, it, um, it's it's kind of they're they're in a weird conference. Like the American Conference is like they throw out a good football, at least one, sometimes two, good football teams a year. Obviously, Cincinnati. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you one team. Who was from? Oh, Houston. 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 Yeah, Houston was the American yeah. Conference team this year. UConn left the American Conference to go to the Big East again. I, I don't know. I, I don't. I, it, it's a. I think it's a good hire. I think so too. You know. Um, I think Mick Cronin. You know, he was at Cincinnati before he went to USLA. So he kind of built them up to be a big program. I don't know if they actually are. We'll see. Kind of find out what happens there. But that kind of ends the random stuff set category. So is there anything else, Ryan? Anything else you want to talk about? I think one more thing I'll throw into the random stuff category is um, something I posted on the, the Instagram page. But Rutgers recruiting is up to number seven in the country above Alabama and Clemson for the 2022 class. I just find it the weirdest thing that Rutgers of all teams in the entire country, it's number seven. Obviously that's going to change. I actually have that pulled up. Alabama and Clemson will be recruiting some better players in the near future, but. Um, four, four stars. Yeah. It makes no sense that Rutgers. Six in the country. Rutgers is doing, I don't get it. It, it makes no sense. Like I don't. There's nothing really special up there. Hey, dude, it's Toronto, man, man. Sing us a song tonight, Greg Schiano, huh? I mean, I guess so. Maybe Rutgers is the next Big Ten team. Who knows? We'll. I guess we'll find out. But uh, yeah, just wanted to throw that weird little snippet of data out there. Arkansas is ranked 15th. Yeah, not bad. Pretty good for the Hogs. Where's Oklahoma at? Uh, they're like in the top five or something. They're not. They're top eight. Oh, they're number eight. They're in front of Texas. Ayo. Which 
Texas should be up there too. Like top ten. Texas number nine. Yeah. Um, you're the highest ranked Big, Big Twelve team, as far as I can tell. That's not a shocker though. Oklahoma State's behind Texas at sixteenth. It's actually pretty high for Oklahoma State. I don't even see anybody close after that. West Virginia is the next closest at thirty-five. But Austin College is at 11. 10 three stars. That's ridiculous. All right. Really anyway, see. that kind of wraps up the episode. We don't need to get off on another tangent. So um, I just want to thank everybody for watching this episode. Um, thanks for listening to us talk about Arkansas. Like I said, a little slower this week. We'll have tons of stuff coming out next week about these spring games. We have tons of content coming to you. We're going to have Oklahoma spring game, Ohio State, Michigan. Well, Michigan already had theirs. Not gonna have Michigan, Georgia, Alabama, LSU, yada yada yada. So, if you're interested in that kind of stuff, keep following this page, keep liking, keep subscribing, keep doing your thing. I really appreciate it. Ryan really appreciates it. Like I said, if you're listening to this podcast somewhere that isn't South Carolina, let me know. Follow me on Instagram. DM me. Be like, hey, what's up, bro? And I'd love to talk with you. Love to see what you're about. If you got a team that you want us to cover, let me know. We start covering it. Anything for our supporters, people who like us and stuff like that. So I really do appreciate it. Ryan, any last words? Welcome to the channel. And uh, yeah, if, you're, uh, channel. if we don't know who you are, let it, you reach out to us. Love to talk to you. Yeah, so I'm, um, I'm excited for the next week. We're going to have a ton of episodes coming your way. Look for three YouTube episodes. I know we kind of scaled back, but like I said, news was real slow this week. So we're going to have tons of episodes coming to you next week. I'll probably have an independent one, and then we'll have a couple with Ryan. So just keep looking out for that. Tons of content coming your way. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. It's Trinidad again. I just wanted to thank you for listening to this episode of the TNR Sports Show. Your support is very appreciated. And if I can ask again, if you could like, share, subscribe with all your friends and family, it would mean a lot to me and Ryan both. We want to continue to grow this brand, continue to make a better podcast for you, and your continuous support makes that possible. So I just wanted to thank you again for listening to this episode of the TNR Sports Show.